0: Welcome to Culture Eats Strategy. Eats Strategy. With your host, entrepreneur Jamie J. Jamie J. On this podcast, we unpack the most powerful intangible culture. culture. Culture is way more than a mission statement or words on a wall. It's how a company behaves, it's what informs every decision, action, and reaction. Culture is the invisible hand. The true north that guides every organization. And if you create a legendary culture, you will build a legendary company. A legendary company. Now, here he is, Jamie J. Jamie J. Welcome to another episode of Culture Eat Strategy. My name is Jamie J. Your host, and I'm joined today by Alexander Norin of Forgent. We're going to be talking a little bit about what he's got going on with his cool new software. I have to tell you, it is unbelievable. But before I introduce you to Alexander, I want to tell you a little bit more about him. He's an employee experience zealot who helps organizations understand how to create the best experience for their employees. In a past life, he was a financial strategist, a business consultant, and trainer on leadership development, sales, innovation, tax consulting, and strategic relationships. He's also an MMA fighter, which I think is freaking cool. He commutes on an electric skateboard and is a proud husband and father. I absolutely love that. You'll be able to learn more about him on LinkedIn. Go ahead and be posting that in the show notes there. And then, of course, I'll be posting his web address which is uh, forgent.com f-o-r-g-e-a-n-t.com and real quick before I bring Alexander on I just want to make sure that if you are feeling overwhelmed you go check out bottleneck.online that's my little shameless plug for the day before we get started where we will help you stop the bottleneck in your business by hiring an amazing and highly skilled and talented virtual assistant. Uh, Without any further ado please allow me to introduce you to Alexander. How are you sir? Doing awesome. Really glad to be here today. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is so cool that we were able to connect. Yeah. I I, I know you had some light bulb challenges there, but we're sorted. <laughs> that's it, it. That's it. The light's on. I don't know if anyone's home. On. <laughs> we'll
1: find out later, but the light is on. <laughs> that's awesome. <Yeah. laughs>
0: well, I wonder if maybe you can tell us a little bit about who you are, uh, a little bit more about your background. I think yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, I, it's just I, I'm coming from a place where I
1: just I see I see where we are with 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 work. You know, I see where where the research and and everything shows how folks they're showing up to work, and they're just showing up sometimes. And it's not it's not a place where they necessarily like want to be. Uh, and that that to me is, is literally tragic. I I I know. Like, cannot overstate like how awful that feels to me to know that there are so many people in this world that they have got to work. Work is not optional. You have to do it. And so why should something that's not optional be so terrible? Mm -hmm. And so at my core, my, my, just from my experiences and my background, seeing, um, living it right. You know, I think we've all had that experience. Um, We have built Forgent. Forgent is a place where we are building solutions so that folks don't have to feel that way. You know, we believe very strongly that everybody, everybody should be able to contribute meaningfully in a way that makes them happy.
0: You know? Yeah. And in, 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 there's no BS here. I mean, this right. is, I've, I've had a couple conversations with you before. Like this is, this is who you are. You believe in it so much. Um, you've even designed a tool around uh, improving uh, life while you're at work. That's
1: it. That's absolutely right. You know, we're, we're, we're very big into this idea that if you can at least, I mean, the first step is facilitating that communication, the conversations Mm -hmm. in in the workforce. We, I mean, you know, human behavior, right? We have a tendency to just kind of go with the flow. We just keep doing whatever we've always done. And, and that is one of the leading contributors to why things don't change. And if we want to start change, change starts with conversations. Starts with talking about it. it, it.
0: And how do you, how do you, continue changing or, or maybe, maybe it's evolving
1: Mm.
0: or is is there anything that you do at your company that promotes change or evolution?
1: It's, it's about a mindset, right? It's, it's Mm. a change. You have to have a change mindset, um, being willing to be uncomfortable with the unknown of the future. Mm. Um, and the the second, the second you start saying, you know what, we're in a good place. We're good. We we've got it figured out. The second that happens, you're, you're, you're in big trouble. trouble. You're in big trouble, right? So what we do is we just make sure we. It's the same with our with our company culture. The same with our software. We 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 try to always be adaptive. We try to make mm-hmm. sure that every whether it's a mindset, we're looking for from a company point of view, we're looking to the future. We're always saying, what's what's next? What's next? How can we be better? We're here, which I think is good, right? But how can we be great? And then that's and then we built that same principles into our software. It's hey, hey, you, you have a strategy here. Let's be adaptive on how we can uh, improve it. How we can make that place where you work just an amazing place to work.
0: I love it. I love it. So, you guys. Um, so to be clear, is is this your company? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. And. This being your company, did you create vision, mission, values uh, in the beginning? Do you have them now? Is Or is this something you created with a team? So this is, it's, it's, uh, we started with two, me and my co-founder, uh,
1: Josh Dreen. And um, it's it's the the vision, uh, and I, I kind of said it earlier, is, is this idea of we want to create a place where everybody can contribute in a way that makes them happy. Because it, it stems from our vision, our mission stems from this idea that you cannot get around work. You can't do it. Work is inevitable. You, you, have, to, you have to contribute something to society to be a member of it, right? I mean, right. You, just, you just do. Um, so let's do it in a way where people can be happy. And so gotcha. how, how we build the software, how we interact with our clients, everything is around that, hey, we know you're here because you have to be, doesn't mean it has to be terrible. Gotcha. So let's make it not terrible, and that and that has driven. You know, I, I mean, just last night we were we were we had a conversation internally about um, about some uh, about personnel and what the future roles were for this particular individual in the organization, and they're currently in a role right now that's not where they want to be. It's like, well, it's where we hired you to be, but if this is not where you feel you're going to add the most value and you're going to be the happiest it doesn't matter where you started. What matters is where are you going to be? Uh, where can we get you so that you, you have a smile when you walk in the front door? Gotcha. And, it's, and, it's, and, and, and that's what I mean about being adaptive, right? It's all too often organizations get in trouble where they've, they've instituted either a policy or maybe they've made some hires or, or they've, they've enacted something and they think this is how it's going to be. And then two steps into it, they realize, uh, hmm, you know, maybe this wasn't right. And we need to adjust. And especially when you talk about your people, you know, all too often we get people in roles and it's like, wow, that role, I'm not really aligned for that role. They, they didn't know, we didn't know nobody knew, but you know, they show up and they're doing fine, but there's a better place for them. So that's just a small example of how we we're trying to, you know, make sure that in everything we do, we're aligning people with what they, where they want to be more. Yeah. With their strengths, what they want to be doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So in, in a situation like that, um, Mm You you're bringing on. I'm I'm assuming personality types that right that share a similar belief system. Is would that be correct? In- and <laughs> that's you know that's it. That's a deep question actually. Yeah. Uh,
1: because yes and no. Right. Um, I, I wrote an article the other day um, that was talking about diversity, and th- you should be diverse in every aspect of your organization except one, and that is a shared desire for respect, right? Everybody, there's no, no exception. You, you, we all have to have the same values around respecting one another. Mm. Outside of that, your values, your experiences, your ways of communication, all of that, all of those differences bring new insights and new perspectives. Mm. And so when we, when, we try to, when we hire, we try to say, it's super, mean, it's so easy. It is so easy to be attracted to someone that's just like you it's just natural. I, I, you know, and I, I don't know that there's per se anything like inherently wrong with it. Like, I don't know that that makes someone a bad person. However, being cognizant of that and going, oh, I really like that candidate. Well, why? Oh, cause they think talk, have the same experiences as me might look like me. Uh, all, all of those things might make me initially more comfortable. And then I take back, okay. Yeah. But that's not about me. It's about the organization. Who can I bring? You know? So, so uh, yeah, a bit of a tangent there to that question, but
0: yeah. This uh-huh. um I love your perspective on this because mm-hmm. i i've always talked about everybody having a, sh- a shared belief system right and with with you challenging that i I, <laughs> I, 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 I like that actually because yeah. it, i think it's i think it's important to understand that um as as long as people align with your aspirations right what you aspire right. to be and and agree on what the daily objectives or the weekly or monthly mission is right. um every time you come into the office and they are aligned with those core values maybe yeah. one is respect or something like that yeah it's really good to find somebody completely opposite you right. i in 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 my case when i hired the personal assistant uh to be honest i'm i'm terrible at follow up <laughs> and i'm terrible at details sure. She is amazingly talented in both those areas opposite right he's very detailed oriented i'm not and what a perfect match yeah absolutely
1: and and you know when i so when i think about this idea of respect what i think about is and and i love that example because you're exactly right an organization can't move forward unless everyone's on the same page like with the mission and, and what what are the next steps this week next week next month whatever um, and so, when I think about respect, I think about it in a super vague, maybe not vague, but broad context of this: um, Are we willing to all get to that same page? I don't want us to all start there necessarily. As far as, hey, this is we all we all think that X goal is the goal. If we all start there, that's that is okay. I'd actually rather start in all different spots and then come together, mm-hmm. be respectful enough and humble enough with each other's opinions to say, yeah, you know what. I was wrong. You're right. I, I hear what you're saying, Jay. Let, let, Jamie, let, let me let me go and say, yeah, we're going to do that instead. I'm gonna I'm gonna be respectful enough to your opinion to align myself now that I've realized that yeah, this is the better way to do it. Um, but we had the dialogue, and because we mm-hmm. were able to have that dialogue, where I was like, well, what about this as a goal or this as our as our short term mission? And now all of a sudden, there's a there's another voice, and and we've have we're, we're able to have more um, more well rounded conversations around the issue the problem that we're trying to solve um, but yeah I mean you can't you cannot move forward unless people are on in in agreement and aligned with with the mission and the and and when we talk in the broader context right as values of an organization you know folks are not a good fit for us that that don't care about culture at work you know and, it's, and that's that doesn't make them doesn't make them wrong but like people you know if, if they want to be part of the team they they have to have the same like a very similar you know uh, understanding and desire to, to make this right.
0: And th- I think it's important as a, as a business leader too yep. to convey those thoughts. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and it's right. like the, the intro to this show uh, was done by a good friend of mine, Christopher Lockhead. The guy's amazing. <laughs> and he understands the importance of culture. He's the one that actually turned me on to Peter Drucker and told me yeah. to, to get into learning about that because I'm fascinated with this culture thing. Um, And what he says as an introduction, I thought was pretty cool that, that, um, culture is not just, you know, words on a wall, right? It's, it's, you can write down your vision and, you know, the, the, those key words that, that you want to identify with your business and splatter those on. that's not it. What I think culture is, is just what you said. It's a, it's, it's a foundation of discovery through, through communication. That's That's right.
1: Yeah, and and honestly, that's that's exactly what um, our tool is built around. Our, our the one of the objectives in our platform is this idea that you need to understand how your employees are feeling first and foremost. Uh, the emotional connection between the organization is is paramount. I mean that that's what keeps people right. Because if you if you if you try to if you try to keep someone or try to build a team based off of just logical, oh, you should be hired here because of X, Y, and Z, or you should stay as part of this X, Y, and Z. It's There will always be a better team, a better company, a better somebody to work for, right? Yep. So, so if we want to create teams that, that can really do some amazing stuff, there has to be an emotional connection. So we start first and foremost with emotion. How, how, what are the feelings of the employees? We take that, we understand it. um, And then we, we are driving for, like I mentioned earlier, this conversation. Because once you can have start having that conversation around your unique workforce, now all of a sudden you can start building and intentionally crafting a company culture that is responsive to the, to the unique humans that you have working there. It's an interesting balance, right? Like you have executive level tone from the top. That's a real thing, right? We know that. I mean, that's absolutely yep. super important. Um, if executives are sending the wrong messages down, that's gonna have a very negative in- influence on company culture and the reverse is true. Uh, but then at the same time, uh, we, you have an organization of humans that are unique and and in their own ways and have their own own pieces of values that they they've brought in from their own experiences, and so the culture, the the real harmonious culture, is when those two align. Mm. How do you how you get them to align? Well, you, you have to first. It's easy to know what what the tone from the top is. That's that's well. <laughs> Should be easy to know, should, but should it is. <laughs> it 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 involves fewer people, right? It's it's a it's right. a fewer fewer set of people. So just logistically, you're typically able to have a better understanding of hey, what are the what's the mission statement that's being pushed and hopefully um, modeled by by folks at the top. What's more difficult is understanding okay, but what are the inherent beliefs and um and and values of the majority of the workforce, maybe closer to the bottom of the org chart. And how do we, like I said, how do we marry those two together? And so, so that that for us is, I mean, that's that's the golden, that's the golden question there. What can we do to create conversations and create actions around getting everyone on that same page?
0: You know what's what's so this is a maybe a nice segue into your <laughs> software because um, what I really like about it is how do you measure that? It's yeah. really hard, and it's yeah. it's kind of, I mean. I'm I'm sure we can get some people on here that can, that has all these deals where they can measure it out. But that's what I really thought was killer when Mm. I was talking with you before. That's why I wanted to have you on to talk about the software and what that does. And I wonder if maybe you can dive into that uh, before we wrap up today. I want to respect your time, but you can dive into how you measure how people are feeling at work. Yeah. So, so absolutely
1: happy to. So the, when we're under when, everything that we do with getting information from employees has to be has to be done with with them in mind. Right. Like like the the getting information from anybody, but particularly your employees like that's soup, that's gold, man. That is mm-hmm. like that is that is premium, you know, information that, that you yeah. Can, yeah, that data. I mean, that is that's very, very we should be very lucky that we that employees respond at all right? Just understand like, Hey, we're asking them to, to go do more than what, really what we hired them to do and say, Hey, give us, give us more feedback. So, so, so two things. It, it, first off, it has to be something that is is valuable to them, and it has to be super easy for them to use. And so what we've done is um, our software completely circumnavigates the inbox. We don't do email surveys. Email surveys, there's such a negative paradigm to them, right? Like, e- even if it's a survey for something that you like or hated, like, you get an email, hey, Amazon, rate that fan you bought. It's, I don't care. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Yeah. Like, yeah. most of the time, our inbox is our to-do list, um, and You know, it's just, it's just clutter. And and it's just five
0: minutes a day is a long time.
1: Yeah. And having it going to your inbox and clicking on a link and it loads and you do the questions and then you submit that. I mean, you've completely deviated from what you're doing at work and that, that mental break. Next thing you know, you're on Facebook and you you know what I mean? Like this, you've completely digressed and broken the, the train of work that you've been, that you've been working on. And it's it's not effective. And it's fresh. It's very frustrating. It's frustrating to have to respond to these things being forced to. So what we've done is our platform is built into an employee's web browser. And what it does is it, it just asks, we, we do a daily light pulse where every day a little pop up in the little corner comes up and says, Hey, how are you doing today? And then instead of having a one to 10 scale, which is, Almost meaningless because my seven and your seven could be completely different. What we've done is the, the responses are emotion-based, so it's uh, it's you have a little smiley face, you click the smiley face, and then it aggregates and understands, and, and now you can start seeing cool trends. of, Hey, generally speaking, how is everybody feeling? And and then you know that's that's nice. That that serves as a nice little check engine light to say, hey, are, are we feeling okay? Are we doing? Anything? Where are their hot spots? When we find hot spots, we then send a follow-up notification again no emails it's just a little chat bot that says hey we noticed your team as a whole wasn't feeling too great we'd love a little more feedback if you don't mind then we just ask a couple more like four more like we ask four more questions with an open text field, um, and then that gets aggregated. And what it and what we do then with that information. So, so there we we've, we've made it super easy for the employees to respond. I mean, it is just. Dirt is this anonymous things. too? It's, of course, yeah, it. absolutely. It's anonymous. Um, it's all aggregated on a team level. You have to have teams of at least five in order to mm-hmm. to create. Um, and then we don't provide any of the like the open ended responses are never directly delivered to the company because I mean, if you and I are friends and. Or if we've been working together, you probably know if I write a sentence that, oh, that's Alexander. He, yeah, he hates me. <laughs> you know, but <whatever>. so, <laughs> so so we do everything to make sure that it stays anonymous. Um, but uh, so 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 the first part is driving towards that employee, the 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 customer, the the user's mm-hmm. experience. It's got to be dirt simple for the for the employee to use. Um, and then the other end is that they've got to see value in it, and that that's a, I'll circle back to that at the end. But uh, the, the the next portion is. It's got to be manager focused mm-hmm. uh, the, the result the dashboards excuse me the dashboards have to be manager focused not not HR focused, not executive focused, but manager focused the people who are actually leading the direct reports those folks are the ones that are are, are boots on the ground, managing uh, feeling sentiment and as a whole, they're the ones that actually create the culture of the organization it's It's the shared the shared vibe of the organization how does that How does that come about? Well, it comes about on the team level. You have your bottom strand of ten people reporting to one guy or gal, and you have a bunch of those throughout the org, and all those together create so so we focus on that manager and say, "Hey, here are your results. Step one for you, set up a team meeting. Mm-hmm. bring in the results." Ask, and then we, 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 we want to coach them through this as best we can. We say, hey, ask these questions, speak to this, um, get your, this is what you're looking for. You're looking for steps A, B, and C, uh, things that you can do uh, either personally um, or with the team or something that you can send up to the, to the folks at the top of the org to say, what can we do to make your life better? Yeah. Um, and in so doing, it, it enables and empowers these managers to say, all right, yeah, okay, this is what I can do. Now we're having these conversations. I mean, and you, and you know, right, half, half the battle is just being heard. If you can just let someone know, like, listen, you matter, talk to me. That exactly. solves half the problems, just being yep. able to talk about it. You know, I just want to know that someone's there and listening. Half the time I get it. Yeah, sometimes crappy stuff happens. Yeah, you can't do anything about my 401k. Yeah, you don't have any impact on my vacation policy. But thanks for listening to me. And thanks for acknowledging that that is a big problem. Yeah. And whether or not you can do anything, manager, at least I feel better, and now all of a sudden, my sentiment about work has gone up, even though nothing's really changed so so, and that's the back half. we have to show those conversations have to happen, managers have to follow up, and they have to be doing something to show that, hey, employees, the time that you spend, minimal though it may be on these on this uh this communication, it's actually doing something. We're actually changing the way we do things in order to make your life better because that's what we care about most, yeah. And if you show that, employees will give you whatever data you want.
0: They're happy to I think to it's do fantastic, it. too, because, I mean, and maybe correct me if I'm wrong, but say you, three days a week, you have a meeting in the afternoon. That's right. And maybe, uh, you know, you're consistently seeing frowny faces at 2.30 at <laughs> or 3 p.m., right? Yeah. Consistently seeing. That's probably a good indicator that whatever's going on at that particular mm-hmm. time, you probably don't want to have something that uh, is laborious or right. you know, bad news. It might be a good don't, don't
1: time, time for, for a company <laughs> break or something. Yeah, you know, exactly. I don't know. Right. Or or even even as easy and simple as an email that says, hey, hope you guys are having a great day today. Let me know if there's anything I can do to help. Nothing nothing actionable, but just like, mm. wouldn't that be awesome if your manager sent you an email like that, that just said, hey, hope you guys are having a great day today. I'm sitting right across from you so I can see you, but just <laughs> let you know. I don't want to disturb you. I hope you're doing great. Like." man, what a cool thing that would be, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's and it's and if you can be strategic about when to send that note, all the better, right? And that's what our yeah. software helps you to do. Helps you understand when, where, how are people feeling, and um, what are we gonna do to make it better?
0: So, uh, some minimums, uh, requirements are that you're looking for, for for people that would be interested in using the software? You know, we, it,
1: it's, from an, from an anonymity standpoint, you gotta have a team of at least five. From a practical standpoint, we start uh, organizations at the at the higher level start start losing uh, direct control over company culture around 100 employees. Okay, so we're, we're we're we typically find ourselves most valuable for organizations that are over 100. We have some clients that are less than 100. They like the software just because they they love this stuff. They get it. They like culture. They just want to be they want to be more intentional about it, and it's mm-hmm. helpful for them. Yeah, that's sweet. Realistically, we our 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 most value is typically added in the 100 150 and up
0: range. Okay, so name of the software, Forgent. That's and our our
1: it's our employee experience articulator. You'll see it on our website. Yep, it's right awesome. there, front
0: and center. Mm-hmm. So, if people want to learn more about it, where do they go? They go to the website,
1: fill out a form, start a free trial. We offer a seven day free trial that you can just go in, start using the software, and and you know, off to the races. Um, if you have any questions, you can reach out to us. Um, filling out that form, um, visit us on LinkedIn. Yeah, Man, super I think easy. That's to find cool.
0: And it's Forgent.com. Is that's that correct? Yep. F-O-R-G-E-A-N-T. Forgent.com. You got it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up today?
1: <sighs> Nothing. Just you, I always, being a vendor of employee experience software, um, I understand that it's, sometimes there's not a budget for this sort of stuff and I get it. And so I always tell folks like, you don't need anybody. You don't need a You don't need me. You don't need any vendor anywhere. To start improving your employee experience software. Go grab a Google form, go grab a Qualtrics survey. You can, you can get this stuff for free and just start understanding how people are feeling. And then just try your best. You know, we're here to help make it easier, make it more efficient, you know, drive better results. That's where we add value. But I never want folks to feel like, oh, I can't afford that. So we're just gonna do it. No, no. There's always, there's always an opportunity to do something to improve the employee's experience. And as leaders and organizations, we owe it to our employees to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that's my last bit is like, even if, even if you don't come with Forgent, that's okay. Just do something that would yeah. make, that would make it a success in my eyes. Just do something to help make your workforce a little bit better.
0: Always evolving, always changing, right? Always evolving. That's it. <laughs> Growth mindset. That's it. You got to be ready for it. <laughs> well, thanks so much, uh, Alexander. Yeah. I, I can't thank you enough for stopping by and sharing this with Real us and, and, uh, yeah, just, just really stoked to have a conversation with you.
1: Thanks, Jamie. It's been awesome. Thank you so much.
0: All right. Well, hold on one second. We'll go ahead and wrap up. Uh, okay. Again, uh, my name is Jamie J, the host of Culture Eats Strategy. We've been talking today, uh, I guess we, I mean, I've been talking today with Alexander Noren uh, of Forgent.com, F-O-R-G-E-A-N-T.com. Seriously, check this out. This is going to do wonders. And this couldn't be more aligned with culture and uh, the podcast here, Culture eat Strategy. So big shout out and thanks to Alexander for stopping by. Go to Forgent.com to learn more, F-O-R-G-E-A-N-T.com. And of course, I'll put the links and everything in the show notes there. And one more time, uh, shameless plug, I want to say thank you so much to my beloved company, Bottleneck Virtual Assistants, for for uh, for bringing this podcast to you. Uh, If you are overwhelmed with the details and looking for some assistance uh, in your business and delegating those mundane details or tasks, check us out at bottleneck.online to learn more about how you can hire a virtual assistant. So thanks so much for tuning in today. Again, go visit Forgent.com. F-O-R-G-E-A-N-T.com. And, uh, check out what they have to offer. It's a pretty cool piece of software there. So thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great one. We'll talk to you again soon.